queen. Are you ready to conquer the world while conquering people's hearts? To touch the soul of everyone that comes into touch with you and leave them at least 1% better? To step into your highest, most extraordinary version through learning about the things that truly matter when leading your empire? Then I warmly welcome you to the Queen of Hearts podcast. My name is Yasmin, call me YOYB, and I develop the human behind the label CEO. So without further ado, have a seat on your throne, let's dive into today's juice and make you a queen of hearts. Welcome back to another episode in the Queen of Hearts podcast and this one is going to be juicy and it's going to be interactive because you, my love, get to use all of your attention, awareness and your brain to reflect with me on a couple of prompts that I brought you in order for you to check in where you're at in terms of your leadership. It's really, really important to regularly check in where you're at in terms of leadership because while you absolutely get to be whoever you desire to be, there are some things that strong leaders have in common. And one thing is that leaders work very intentionally and they work preventive. That means they are prepared. They rarely face challenges that overwhelm them or surprise them because they contemplated their game plans with a lot of potential outcomes beforehand. A bit like a great chess player who calculates in their heads the next move of their opponent, for example, or just like a queen. I mean, we're in the Queen of Hearts podcast, right? A queen always thinks ahead. A queen probably knows her next five moves already and her next five moves based on whatever life throws in her way. So that's also what leaders do, right? They are prepared. They aren't just living into the moment and then they're like, let's just see which wave crashes today right? It doesn't mean that they constantly are in their heads. It doesn't mean that they never enjoy life and never are just fully present in the present moment and enjoy it and seize it to the max. But it does mean that they are prepared, that they carry their toolbox clarity with them. And this is what my aim for this episode is for you. So in the next couple of minutes, I'm going to go with you over a lot of prompts that may inspire you to really reflect on your status quo, on where you're at currently, on how you navigate life and business and how you lead yourself. So the first realm we're going to dive into is leadership of self. So if you're not in the car or walking around or anywhere where you need to use your eyes and be conscious and be alerted in some way, if you're at home, for example, you can definitely just do the household or whatever on the side while you listen to this. I would also love to invite you to sit down with this episode, grab your journal and really dedicate some time to reflect in a written format about what I'm going to ask you. So let's dive into the first prompts. Who are you? What is your default reaction or response when things don't go according to plan? When patience is required, when there is silence right? Who are you in those moments? 
Can you even believe that sometimes all there is required is patience? Or do you constantly and instantly go into the response of, I've done something wrong. I must be missing something. I must not know something. There is some strategy missing. I have to fix this. I have to fix that. I have to be rescued. I'm flawed. I'm, I'm hopeless. I'm whatever your internal dialogue may look like, right? If your internal response to silence, to things not going according to plan and patience being required, is that negative about yourself, there's some work required. There's some self-love, self-esteem building required. There's some trust issues to be repaired. There is some major, major, major emotional intelligence to be established, right? Because maybe you're like me. In your childhood or teenage years, you've learned that silence is dangerous. Because silence only meant the calm before the storm. And that something bad, some drama, some chaos was right around the corner. And that's also why, on the other hand, I personally always thought when things were going well, that this was too good to be true. So when things were going too well, aka quote-unquote good silence, there was just the next shit waiting around the corner. And so often I made this a self-fulfilling prophecy. So often I then started thinking that there must be something bad right around the corner. And what happens when you start thinking those things? You start to feel accordingly and then your state changes accordingly and then that impacts your actions and on a subconscious level you then start to sabotage the things that go well and create your dilemma yourself and i know you've been there as well i know everyone has been there in their lives the question is just when do i plan to really break up with that behavior transform it shift it forever Because that is required in order to grow higher. Because when there's more success coming, how do you think you will be able to hold more success when you can't even hold a span of five days of things going well and being silent, for example? That's something important to think about. Then, also, the next prompts. Who are you when you have space and free time? Think about me saying leaders work preventive. Are you living into the day and being like, okay, everything's fine, everything's going well, there's no work required from me right now. And I call bullshit on that and I'm going to tell you why. In terms of leaders working preventive, it's so important when we have space and free time. It's not about filling every inch of our free time, not at all, but... When things are floating pretty well, when we have space and free time, can we sit down and plan our next moves? Again, please enjoy your free time. Please enjoy the space you've created and the business that you've built, but also plan your next move in order for your business to stay that successful. Because when we're constantly only doing the work when there's fixing needed, We'll never really evolve past that. 
Because when we have the space, when we have the free time, when there is nothing to fix in that particular moment, when there are no alarm signs and alert signs and red flags or whatever, we can actually use the space to lean into full creativity, to lean into what do I truly want to build beyond what I've already built, right? So when you have space, when you have free time, are you hanging around or... Are you using that time, a part of that time, effectively to lay the foundation for your next level? Then also, who are you when you've committed to something? Do you commit to something and then you're like, I've committed to this. Like, I don't even think about it anymore. I, I don't even ask questions anymore. I don't even doubt anymore if that was the right thing to do or not. I'm just, I committed to it. I'm sticking with it and I'm following through with it. That's it. Like, I'm not wasting any more energetic capacity to worry to doubt to whatever or are you wavering are you going in and out oh my god i committed but now i feel like restricted and ah uh, uh, back and forth and i don't know and left to right and right to left who are you when you're committing to something when you've committed to something and when it is required to really hold and honor your commitment as well Are you fine? Are you neutral in those moments? Or are you rather in a flight mode or even in a fight mode? Also, who are you when it's required to do repetitive work? How does your relationship to boredom look like? That's a deep one. That's an important one. Because you will never arrive at full peace and full ease in your business when you're constantly chasing highs. Because highs are always followed by crashes and lows. Without crashes and lows, there wouldn't be no highs, right? So if you are avoiding repetitive work because your relationship to boredom isn't quite established yet, then you'll constantly keep yourself spiraling in this high and low loop. Who are you when you're facing a new and unknown challenge? How flexible are you in adapting to life? How flexible are you when there's sovereignty demanded from you? How emotionally flexible are you able to respond to changes? Are you constantly saying you love growth, you love changes? But then on the other hand, your actions and your responses to life and to situations show that you're actually very, very uncomfortable when things are about to change. And there's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely not. As humans, we are animals of routine, of habit. We love the things we know, we're used to, that are familiar, right? And when there's something unknown, our primal instincts get activated and we're like, oh my God, danger. Oh my God, alert mode. Oh my God, what the F? What, what, what's happening? What is there? Is it, is, it, is it a threat? Am I going to die? That may be the response of your system. So really also look at who you're being when you're facing changes, when change is required. Are you able to adapt? Are you able to be flexible in those moments? And if not, how can you optimize that? How can you really uplevel that ability? And also, Who are you when it's about time to communicate your boundaries and when your boundaries aren't respected, even though you clearly and lovingly communicated them? Who are you when it's about time for you to really follow through 
with your standards, with your boundaries, with your requirements, right? Are you the one giving in or are you the one standing tall, confident and not giving in until your standards have been followed through with? Have you developed a very healthy sense of persistence already? Or are you still the one giving in constantly being like, oh, I don't want to be too demanding. I don't want to be too harsh. I don't want to be too bossy. I don't want to be. And then you dim down your personal needs, your standards, your requirements, your expectations, right? Leaders don't do that. Leaders found their personal sweet spot and they are able to go for what they want, what they came for unapologetically and no matter what. So let's look at your business, look at your team if you have one. Who are you? What's your default reaction or response when your company, for example, faces technical issues that interfere with your launch? You're all set, you're all good to go, you prepped the people, you structured everything, you created everything upfront, and then there are some technical issues and you can't follow through with your launch the way you planned. Who are you? Are you chill and zen or are you crazy chicken panic? Oh my God, we're losing sales mode. Who are you in those moments? Because they will surely happen and they happen to almost every one of us. And that really much relates to the point I mentioned earlier of emotional flexibility. How emotionally flexible are you? How able are you to adapt in situations where change and flexibility are required? And if you can hear it, I'm so, so sorry, but there's construction going on next to me. I know I mentioned that in another episode already. It's so freaking loud, y'all. It's so loud. It feels as if someone was hammering inside of my apartment. If you don't hear it, that's amazing. Then we edited this podcast episode as well as we could. But if you hear it, pardon me and enjoy the very authentic real life vibes while I record. So back to the topic, back to our prompts. Who are you? How do you respond? What do you feel? Do you get angry when your team doesn't deliver on time or when your team doesn't deliver in your expected quality, right? Are you able to give eye-level feedback without holding back, without watering something down, but also without judging and shaming and being aggressive? And that's an art that gets to be mastered as a leader. Also, who are you when client payments default or when story views, your engagement rate or business metrics go down or when it comes to long-term thinking and planning, talking about commitments again, right? Are you establishing a plan and then not following through with it because you feel confined, because you feel restricted in your freedom? Also, what happens? Who are you? How are you behaving? How are you handling it when a team member behaves against your company codex and values? How receptive are you to your team's feedback on how they feel and how they would feel supported more? right are you able to receive feedback or do you feel very very personally attacked and then critiqued and then maybe you even start crying and there's nothing wrong with becoming and getting emotional in those moments especially when you aren't used to it but that's really something to look at rather than avoiding it i know how many people that are listening to this 
haven't hired their dream team yet because they are afraid they can't hold it financially, energetically. And also they still hold this belief of it's better either way when I do it myself. And I'm telling you, girl, <laughs> we gotta work on this because that's really, really, really much an upper limit. That's really, really much standing in your way and sabotaging your success massively. How do you feel? Who are you? How do you respond when you feel like your company hit a wall or a ceiling? What do you do? Are you a bug on their back, wiggling around with their legs? <laughs> or are you handling it? Are you taking this into your own hands? Are you like, I'm going to figure this out no matter what, and I'm not going to stop until I figure it out, right? Who are you? Are you sinking into self-pity, into how unfair everything is, into how life and business and everyone is against you, how no one is interested in you, how no one cares about what you gotta say anyway, or are you like, okay, I see there are certain dynamics going on, I know markets change, I know consumer behavior changes, And I'm going to adapt. Again, who are you when it's about time to change, to adapt, to be flexible, to try something new, to establish something new, to pave new paths, to decide for new ways? Who are you in those moments? And then it's also very important to look at who you are and what your default response is when your audience doesn't buy the way you'd like them to. Are you becoming very reactive? Are you then tempted to hammer out the this is why you should invest in yourself content that you know isn't what they need to hear because they know and again I know and this like this is the hardest pill to swallow ever when we're in this hurt state because we don't feel seen valued appreciated right but it's the truth just because someone doesn't invest with you doesn't mean they don't invest at all And we really, as leaders, especially as leaders, we have to pull ourselves out of this judgmental, egoic space where we judge people, where we categorize people into they don't invest. We never know. Just because they didn't show that behavior in our world doesn't mean they don't show it somewhere else. And then we have to look at why we're a match for them not behaving the way we want to, right? And I'm not a fan of saying it's always 100% on us. But when it comes to leading, when it comes to forming a market, an audience, this is actually our job, our responsibility. So take your power back and form it proactively the way you want to see it. Also, who are you when someone doesn't agree with you publicly? Who are you when you see an, in your opinion, dysfunctional behavior? Who are you when you're facing backlash? Or who are you when you see someone copying your work, right? These are all important facts and factors that you will meet when journeying through business. And also, you can choose and you can work preventive right now in this right moment. That's so important, right? It doesn't matter if you have faced that yet, in reality. What matters is if in this particular moment you decide whether you want to work on it preventive or 
you want to wait until these things happen and then be dysregulated and then think about fixing that, right? Think about what leaders do have in common. You can be any leader you want to be, but what leaders have in common, they work preventively. They have a game plan ready before the game even starts. So the best thing, the most intelligent thing you could do is to be ready before something happens, is to be prepared. Sure, it doesn't mean it won't be uncomfortable as hell when it happens. It will for sure, because there's still a very huge difference between experiencing something in theory and getting ready and preparing yourself in theory versus then experiencing it full body with all the emotions in your 3D reality. But, but it will help you massively to create a game plan before certain things happen in your life and in your business and you will be so damn glad you created that game plan also with clients who are you going to be when people project onto you when people want to hand you their responsibility over when they show a lack of coachability when they cross your boundaries when they show up with a passive aggressive tone who are you when they criticize who are you when they want a refund who are you when all these things that maybe not happened yet to you and that's amazing that's amazing but who do you want to start becoming now right now in this particular moment in order for you to be able to handle that in the future if it arises that's a question i'm asking you to end this episode and if you want to deepen that skill massively that skill the art the mastery of becoming a emotional intelligent leader from the bottom of my heart i invite you to join us in lead four week deep dive immersion that you 100 will not leave the same way you entered it that's my statement on lead Within four weeks, we'll dedicate time and space to look at self-leadership, business and team leadership, client leadership, and market leadership. You'll dive a deep with one masterclass per week and in an additional broadcast channel where I'm dropping juicy leader drops throughout the week and in between sessions for you to go deeper, for you to reflect further. Also, you'll receive exclusive behind the scenes insights into my company into my team you can ask my team anything about the highs about the lows what they liked so far what they didn't how i am as a leader what made my longest team members stick with me for almost three years now what created such loyalty what contributed to such loyalty what my team who are all freelancers, what they also seek in other contractors and other bosses, what makes them stay with someone, what makes them run away very, very fast, what is important in their opinion for a nice climate, right? All these things you get to access, you get to learn, you get to ask. That will catapult you and your business forward so, so much. So if you don't want to miss that, Don't walk, run into my show notes, click the link and book yourself in for lead. We start on March 3rd. So even if you're listening to this episode after March 3rd, 
you can still join, you can still access all the amazingness. And I really, really dearly hope to see you in because I know this program will massively, massively uplevel you and really create the change you're looking for. So see ya in there. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'm sending you so, so much love.